0: That's join dot com.
1: Hey there, Heavy Tribe. I'm Ez and today I have with me France's ambassador for rock and roll, Laura Cox. Hey there, Laura. How are you doing today? Great,
2: I'm fine. Thanks a lot for having me.
1: Now, for those who may not be familiar with you and what you do, can you give us a brief rundown on your background because um, you really got your leg up via YouTube, is that right? Yeah, I started
2: uploading uh, guitar covers uh, on YouTube maybe around uh, 2008 and I managed to gather a few million views. It was really uh, not planned at all. And this helped me start my uh, career with the live project, my band. And uh, now my third album is going to be released next month and we're touring. And so, yeah, I I can enjoy all the aspects of this uh, music life and different you know the social media youtube the the videos uh, so I'm a, I'm a guitar lover so if people want want a, a recap or a sum up i would say i'm a guitar lover and enjoying all aspects of guitar
1: amazing so was your goal always to make a career out of music and did you think when you started uploading the covers onto youtube that you'd be in this position you're in today
2: uh no not at all um so uh, since um I I was still believing I wouldn't uh, play guitar as a job uh, even recently. So um, yeah, I think it's when what triggered this when I realized maybe I could make a living from this was when I met my manager who is also my booker and we signed with a label and then we started touring and this made a difference. I think that's only yeah around 2016 or yeah 2017 that I finally started believing that I could. Uh, have this as my as my job and uh since then uh, yeah it's been
1: a a dream come true <laughs> and a wild ride i can imagine
2: yeah yeah it's so i don't know I, I i love my life we've been touring a lot um i still want to keep on touring and i'm really excited about the release of this album and the promotion and talking with you and uh, i don't know sharing about music uh with people i think it's the best
1: so what what attracted you to rock and blues music then? Was there any particular influence or moment that made you go, "Yes, that, that is my sound."
2: I don't think uh, it landed in my head uh, all of a sudden. I think it was something that just uh, grew with the years, with the years. Um, I know so my parents are not musicians, but they are big music lovers, so I had a, a really good uh, musical education. And then when I was uh, just before high school, maybe around 14, I met some friends who were already playing electric guitar. And so we just uh, motivated uh, each other to uh, to start and to, and to play. And this just started this way. But it took me a while before um, I started a band because I was kind of introvert. And when I started playing guitar, I was mostly playing alone in my bedroom. And this was enough for me. But I think I missed this uh, interaction uh, with the musicians, you know, and now I can feel it that I'm not 100% comfortable when I'm playing with people, when it's not prepared, uh, because I spend too much time in my bedroom uh, rehearsing and recording and uh, preparing things. So I I used to hate the unprepared, you know.
1: Were you a guitar player first and then singer later, or did you just sing and play guitar straight away together? Because I know some musicians, they start with one and they pick up the other as to complement, you know. I always
2: did both, but uh, I always like uh, uh, guitar better. Uh, for me, I'm a guitarist first and a singer in a se- second. But um, but I think I started at the same time because I thought, okay, I'm gonna play guitar, and I like I always like singing. Uh, I never really um, put a lot of work in the beginning because I thought, okay, it's not my thing. I don't have a special voice. Uh, I like singing just for my pleasure. And then when I started the band, I I started taking this more seriously and started taking lessons uh, so that I could bring the two uh, the two uh, aspects of the guitar and the vocals at the same level.
1: Was it your parents then that? introduced you to the the style of music that you play today or was that something you just sort of found yourself as you were learning guitar?
2: Initially, yes. Yeah, I think uh, mostly my dad uh, was listening to a lot of older country music and classic rock. And then, of course, so maybe I started with this, and then I developed uh, my own taste uh, along the years with my friends and my then and uh, So, yeah, I think it started from my family, and then I developed everything with the people I've met and with my own taste and just discovering new music. I love discovering music all the time
1: you kind of already answered this a little bit, but was your transition from a cover artist to original songwriting fairly seamless? Or do you find that it was a sort of a challenging process? Um, So what was more challenging is
2: it was not really the transition between covers and original songs. It was more the transition between uh, uploading on YouTube and being on stage. which is kind of what you said. So from this angle, I had a bit of pressure because uh, I thought, okay, I've been uploading videos for maybe seven years already. I already have a kind of success on the internet, but I'm going to play the, my, a show for the first time of my life. So as if I was a beginner on stage, but people were already certainly expecting something. So it was a bit stressful. The first uh, shows were... I didn't feel so comfortable on stage but then I had a good team so with the tours and the gigs passing by we we managed and yeah I think this transition was a bit uh, scary for me but now I feel way more comfortable on stage but the transition between covers and writing songs no because I didn't feel pressure I could just write for me and uh and wasn't forced to release anything so I just took my time and uh it, uh, it happened that way.
1: With your shows, have you been able to perform sort of far and wide? Um, sorry? Have you been able to perform in, in, in a lot of places?
2: Oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't understand what you, what you said uh, initially. Um, yes, yeah, so we mostly play, of course, in France. But the past years, we've been playing uh, all over Europe. I know we have um, a big cool fan base in Germany. German people are big fans of uh, rock and roll. We've been playing in Spain a lot too, in the UK. Uh, Slovenia, Romania, all the, all these uh, all these countries. But uh, yeah, never been to Australia. Uh, I really, really hope we can come next year maybe to promote the album and to share this with you. Yeah, that would be rad. What's your favorite live performance to date? So th- I think it would be summer festivals because this is a, I don't know, a special vibe. Uh, people are just, uh, there's a more like holiday having fun vibe and uh, you can meet a lot of artists uh, backstage, a lot, a lot of bands. So I would say my favorite memories were either Hellfest, which is a really, really big hard rock uh, festival in France, or the Download Festival that we played uh, in 2018. And for us, it was the first uh, big festival we were playing uh, at. And uh, yeah, I, um, I met uh, yeah, a lot of great artists, and this was kind of a, a dream uh, gig for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, Download's like the top of the bucket list i would say (laughs) and you have one in the in australia no before COVID, we did it hasn't been back since and we don't know whether we'll see it back but we'll fingers crossed so head above water is your third album what sorts of things have you learned between your first album and this one what sort of things are you doing differently uh
2: i think it was a, a long journey between the first one that we recorded in 2016 and was released in 2017 and this one i think the m- most important thing i've learned is that i stopped listening to everybody in terms of music when um i think uh, we changed a bit the lineup of the of the band uh, along the years but the with the first lineup it was really hard to really uh be able to do what i uh, really wanted you know every time i was proposing a riff it it, it always had to be changed and tweaked and and the, the 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 latest album the recording was really smooth we recorded this in a really really nice vibe nice atmosphere and it's more me more more personal uh, in a way and also yeah more personal because uh, i put more of myself in this and also because i'm evolving i think the first album was a big mix of all my influences um, because I didn't really know where I was going. So you can hear, okay, this song sounds a bit like ZZ Top. This song sounds a bit like ACDC, and I think you can hear this way less in the in the latest album.
1: The difference probably between yourself and a lot of artists is they get to they get to get those songs that sound very much like they've been influenced by favourite artists, they get those out of their system before they're known. But because you rose doing your covers on YouTube and you're already in people's spotlight, so you got to share that part of your journey with your audience rather than before you gained an audience.
2: Yeah, yeah, I grew up with them and I'm still experimenting and uh, but I'm on the right track, (laughs) I can feel it.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I watched a video that you posted of the setup you had it was icp studios in brussels is that right yes what a beautiful place to record music i was super jealous watching it i'm used to dingy tiny spaces with no room to move and definitely no one was serving me breakfast <laughs> 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 and i've been in the studio uh, so yeah that must have been a terrific experience
2: yeah we were really lucky so we already recorded the previous album there this is my second album and it went so well so the label suggested okay do you want to come to go back there and i of course i said yes because i it was a bit um in a way reassuring to go back to know uh, how it was going to be where we were going to record with who the engineer is really nice and really good and um and yeah I, I thought it was like coming back home and uh it felt really good i'm not saying i'm going to record all my albums there but we we know how it how it is and it's always a, a pleasure to record there in a nice uh really nice vibe and we have the we can we're sleeping there we just took 2 weeks locked in this studio and uh recorded the album within these 2 weeks and it went really well
1: yeah that's awesome what aspect of this album are you most excited about
2: uh for this album i think i'm really uh glad that I could experiment more and I took more freedom using different instruments uh, in, including more like for example I played a bit of banjo I played a bit of lap steel and I really like this uh, bluegrass of country music side that I wanted to include in my rock songs and maybe surprise the audience with some instruments that they are not used to hearing in a classic uh, rock music uh, so I think I'm really uh, I don't know excited about this mix of uh, of instruments and mix of genres.
1: Yeah, awesome. What influences your songwriting in terms of your lyrics?
2: Um, in the past, I, I used to be influenced more by movies, uh, TV shows, sometimes uh, books, or or. Um, yeah, these kind of, this kind of things, or even mu- music in itself. But for this album, I think I was more inspired by um, the places I've been to and the people I've met during the pandemic. I, I don't know. I had time to reflect on my life or what on what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. And I think this is mostly the, the theme of this album, like a reflection and growing up and uh, things like this.
1: Now I'm going to hit you with five fast and furious ones right now, just, just for a bit of fun. So not music related and you don't have to, you don't have to think about them. You just hit me with an answer. So okay. are you a cat or a dog person?
2: Oh, a dog. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Not my favorite. So no. <laughs> the ability to fly or the ability to be invisible? Mm, fly. Movies or books? Movies. And would you rather listen to one song for the rest of your life, or never be allowed to listen to the same song twice?
2: Uh, maybe never be allowed to listen to the same song twice, because at least you are enjoying as much as you can when you're
1: listening. Yeah, you're ingesting all of the music. <laughs> yeah. righty before we wrap it up, Laura, what advice would you give to young musicians that might be looking toward YouTube? or other forms of social media as a tool to get recognized in the music
2: industry? I would say, so it's hard to give advice because uh, when I started, it was all, more than 10 years ago on YouTube. So this, the context was not the same at all. YouTube was still recent and everything. And I think what worked for me mm. was that um, I didn't plan anything. I, I, I just did this because I was passionate about guitar and I just wanted to get some feedback. So I think people could feel that it was natural not really prepared and just uh, yeah, spontaneous and uh, they could feel that it wasn't a marketing strategy or anything. So maybe that's why it worked because uh, it's a combination of right timing, uh, luck, I guess, and hard work. and um, And it worked this way. So I would say now I think it's it would be harder because there are a lot of people on this uh, on these uh, platforms way more than when when I then when I started but I would say just be yourself and don't try to think about too much like how to get more views how to do this and this because if you think too much about this it's not going to work or it's going to take the magic away you know so I would say be yourself and be spontaneous and do this because you love the music not to uh, attract people.
1: Yep, that's perfect advice. Well, thank you for spending time chatting with me today. All the best for the release of the new album, which is Head Above Water. It will be out on January 20th, 2023. And hopefully we'll see you out in Australia at some point in the year. Yeah, I
2: hope so. Crossing my fingers. I I would love to. So we'll see.
1: Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a
2: lot. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Or yeah, what time is it? night oh it is
1: half past eight at night yeah yeah here it's uh it's 10 in the morning here so oh you've got the whole day ahead of you <laughs> have a nice evening goodbye